You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers role-playing game. My name is Patrick Finn, and I am playing the neutral load-bearer named Carapace, and today we're going to discuss player absences and how experience is rewarded. I will be out of the country for the next few weeks, so Carapace will not be present for the next few sessions. As a general rule, we will handle player absence in one of two ways. In most circumstances, the GM will simply write the character out of the session, either by having them follow some other lead off-screen or even be kidnapped by an antagonist. In this particular instance, Carapace will be exploring Metroplex's underbelly, attempting to track Bombshock after we've released him from jail. Less often, one of the other players will take control of the character while the player is absent. Uh, this is usually only done when a particular character is essential to the plot and is only used in emergencies. Rewarding experience is typically story-oriented and isn't dependent on individual conquests or challenges. In general, once a chapter in the campaign is finished, all players, even those that have been absent, gain a level. This limits power disparity between players, which is common in many other RPGs. We can be reached by email at rust at transmissionspodcast.com and on the Transmissions Podcast Discord server on the Empire of Rust channel. You can listen to us at Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, or any other podcast program you may use. Thank you all for listening, and please enjoy the next episode. A week passes. The actions of Cybertron First are spreading around the city. Colonists and neutrals are increasingly afraid for their lives. They have taken to arming themselves, sometimes with dangerous tech, and barricading themselves in buildings at night. In response to the fear, the Iacon government is fast-tracking the construction of the new Iacon Speedway to give the citizens something positive to focus on. Blur invites them to the grand opening of the Iacon Speedway, where he is the guest of honor. And I think Sweet Spot may have gotten an invitation as well. Yes, I certainly did. In fact, if, uh, if y'all want to listen to this, I'll read it to you. That's a Sweet Spot. Due to your contributions in combat and Cybertron first, you are invited to participate in the first qualifying race for the new Ibex Cup at the restored Icon Speedway on the 12th cycle of 48. I hope this late communication doesn't cause issues with your crew. Please respond with your confirmation, Mr. Zaron. And I do believe I'm going to reset. It's been about time. About, about damn time I'm, I'm in a race. Now, is Blur going to be racing too? Yeah, he is. Ooh. And challenge. he has already qualified, and he is going to be in first place. Pole position number mm-hmm. one. So starting off, you guys are in the Icon Security Services building. It is race day. And you can do whatever you like beforehand, or just jump right into the to the race. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna need. Uh, I think I'm gonna need your help to uh, to act as my crew, since how I don't have my usual uh, political crew from home. What do we need to do for a crew? Well, it needs to keep me in tip-top shape whenever I come in for a pit. Make sure my tires are uh, brandy new. 
Which I got uh, plenty of energy on. And uh, wipe off any dust from my uh, my windshield and, and sensors. Put on fresh decals for your headlights. You know what? I'm pretty sure we're racing during the day. Who's your, who's your little guy? Is that Pythagoras? Or, Pythagoras, uh, yeah. Pythagoras could be the driver. Sit inside over. scared to death. <laughs> Pythagoras was the race car driver. Do you have a siren? No, he just screamed the entire time. <laughs> Well, it worked. People got out of my way. <laughs> Except for Blur. <laughs> I don't think he's right with the law. Lawbreaker. Actually, let me take a step back here, because you said, like, uh, it sounds like a war zone from what you were describing in the last week. We took, we took, we uh, broke up this one cell, and then everything seems to sound like it went to hell. Is that really the case? I mean, fighting on the street and... The public is scared, and they are, they're trying to defend themselves, and they're trying to keep themselves safe, but they don't know when the next event is going to happen. They had a bombing in the middle of the, the induction ceremony for Earth, and then they found Cybertron first had uh, taken over a, 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 a medical facility, uh, someplace that they would imagine is fairly safe and fairly secure. It probably was a, a front to begin with, but yeah, there hasn't been another Cybertron first attack. There's not open warfare. They're just this is just a reaction of people being scared. That's correct. All right, this, I got the impression in the beginning for some reason like there were battles in the street or something. No, not quite. Not till we go out in the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, if it does escalate any further, it probably will uh, turn into some sort of mass paranoia. People start turning on their own friends and co-workers, etc., etc. And you would imagine that the, the Iacon government is is setting up the new Ibex Cup and setting up this, this new entertainment venue to help prevent that and to, to forestall any big issues or any kind of big things to, to come up. Yeah, it's a classic government move. Give the people uh, something to root for, something to uh, take their mind off the troubles at hand. And the Ibex Cup was very popular back in the day, back before the, the war. Oh, yes, it was. So, to cover to calm people down after an attack at a major public event, have another major, major public, public event. event. How can I become a politician? <laughs> you just have to decide what to do and do the opposite. <laughs> Stick with me, kid. You'll go far. Maybe we Not very fast, but you'll go far. Maybe we set off the bomb first. It'll prevent the bad guys from setting off a bomb. <laughs> Nope. And then you can win the race. I think someone else is moving into their turf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any scenario where that happens could be called a win. But what are the chances that this event comes off without a hitch? With him? Even money. I'll take those odds. As you're milling about the offices in the security services building, uh, you notice that Carapace is not among you. Has anyone seen him? Does anyone remember if he actually came out of the sewers? You know what? I don't think he did. He said he was uh, tracking down some leads. Ah, he's a big bot. He can definitely take care of himself. <clears throat> Especially if the rest of us aren't getting underfoot. All right, so up to you guys. What do you want to do? I'm going to need some racing supplies. That's for sure. Need to uh, check out the uh, local Autobots. Autobots? Autobots spots. You need repairs or something? No, I need uh, like spare tires and clean fluid. Maybe maybe an extra extra spoiler. Junkyard for cheap cheap parts. Yeah, you think you think you can find parts kind of wherever you uh, wherever you need to. But you would also think that uh, since it's a a major race, they probably have those supplies kind of ready to go at the uh, at the pits in at the racetrack. Well then, I need to check those out. And make sure that they're all properly fitting. You know, I'm not a local racer. 
I'm from Lostrom. Yeah, do we trust these people? Can you imagine he uses him using your used tires? He doesn't have a choice when he pulls in and I throw him on. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the pa- there's, a, there's a patch on it and everything. Can we uh, check out the arena, the racetrack, all that kind of stuff? Or are we not allowed to do that? Or no, that's smart. We should actually we should actually uh, go through and have as many people as we can go through searching for explosives. That is an excellent idea, and I can check out the track itself. Maybe take a few uh, practice laps. Sure. Get a feel for it. Mark where all the exits are, all that kind of stuff. High purchase. The race is today, so people are already starting to fill into, uh, filter into the track a little bit, but uh, it's still very, very open. And if you want to stop, if you want to go in and do some examinations, get a feel for the place, you are welcome to. The earlier, the better. So you're gonna. What does the track look like? Like, literally a track, and then there's some grandstands. Is there? What's it look like? I guess. I'm not a big racer in real life, so <laughs> I don't know what these places look like. You just sort of trot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Move as slowly as I can. So the track is kind of this really big, crazy, uh, crazy kind of like shape to it. Uh, it actually goes for for quite a distance. There is a section of the track that is uh, like an like an entryway, kind of your starting point for it. But then it moves beyond the the initial area. So the total length of the track. Uh, you know what? Let me show you. So you can see that the the track up there is it's like one of those. Matchbox commercials from the eighties. So <laughs> yeah, right. Drove up the side of the wall, and we'll put these images up on the the uh, site, the on uh, transmissionspodcast.com as well, so everyone can take a look. Are we talking miles, like long, or like there's several miles up, down, around? It is miles long, but it's stacked and it's all over the place. So over to the left there, that's like the bleachers. <laughs> And there are sections as well, like at, at other places on the track where you can observe a little bit easier. It goes by some buildings as well, so you can kind of see the race from there. That is a big place. Yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine how we could cover. Hopefully, we have help from Ironhide's guys to do a search. I mean, imagine the security is well, very tight. Still, aren't you uh, still able to uh, detect? Explosives? Yeah, but I can't cover that much area. I mean, I can cover quite a quite a significant area for an individual. Although, if they'll let me hook up to the uh, stadium sensors, I might be able to scan the whole arena. They're fine with that. They obviously don't know Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get too far onto this, uh, let me ask a quick question. All four of you are going to the Speedway now? Wildstrike is not going to go with you. He says he doesn't think it would be wise to go to such a public event when he was laying low, uh, waiting for um, what's his name to contact him. Are we? We're still playing up the the cover aspect, right? You're right. So have you been? Uh, you have been hiding out this time. Uh, you didn't come with it back with us to headquarters. Not the first time you went back there, but I've been back and forth since, like during the week. But um, like now, I'm there with you guys, but. I don't think it'd be wise to go to that racetrack. No, all the cameras, no. Right. I can stay in contact with the comms, but I'll go back to the safe house and wait. There's still the spray paint option. <laughs> that is not an option. Just uh, 
Looks just like draw a mask around your, <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> Domin- who's, who's that mask? That's that's a domino mask. It works for all the works for all the superheroes, right? I just need glasses. Yeah, I'm gonna get some big glasses. <laughs> I know a fellow who's uh, got some glasses for you uh, by the name of Witwicky. You guys get to the speedway and let's go around the table and tell me what you want to do. Uh, I want to uh, check in with the race officials, introduce my pit crew here, both uh, Rex and Magnum, uh, so that they have uh, full track access, etc., etc. And then uh, I will let you two know that I'm going down to the track to see if I can get in a practice lap or two and uh, check out my supplies in my pit stop. You see a familiar face. It is Clocker, the same guy you talked to uh, back when you met with the council. It looks like he's the one directing all the action. He's the one in charge of the race officials. Clocker, my old friend, how you doing? Sweet spot! So great to see you. Good, good. How's uh, things going down here at the track? Everything going smooth? Everything is running as smoothly as it could possibly be. For now. But wait till we get going. Then you won't be able to tell if it's smooth or not. There sure will be a lot of dust, though. I guarantee that. I see that you're a late entry. Well, the uh, the late entries often uh, carry the most weight. At least in the pl- uh, politics down on uh, Flostron. But up here, it's just a good old race for sport. Right? Absolutely. Where's your pit crew? My pit crew is right here. Uh, we have Magnum. And Rex. Only two of you? That's all I need. <laughs> no, no, no. This won't do at all. You can't have a pit crew with just two, with just two bots. Race requires. Race regulations say you must have a minimum of three. Are you going to tell us what we can't do? Excuse me, sir. Who are you? My name's Magnum. Don't forget it. Is he with you, sweet spot? Uh, yes. He is with me. Where's, the, where's this beluga telling us what we can, can't do? Uh, he, he, he's actually the race official, Magnum. That's his job. He's doing his job just fine. Where were you two cycles ago? Rex, what do you think? What kind of bots do we need here? I can throw my three little bots. Uh, now there's five of us. <laughs> hey, you know what? Go for it. <laughs> Does that satisfy your requirement? Can they even pick up anything? Of course they can. This one doesn't even have hands. This one doesn't even have legs. I got tails, horns. Are you going to spike a tire onto Sweet Spot here? If that's what it takes... To get him to win this, yes. You want to win, right? (laughs) Encouragement from you here. Clocker kind of looks over to the side, calls one of the maintenance bots that's hanging out near the pit. Zephyr, come over here. I got a job for you. Yeah, what is it, boss? Sweet Spot here needs a pit crew. Oh, Sweet Spot. I know you. You do? I do. How you know me from? I saw your race back in Velocitron. You did? I did. Which, uh, Which province? Which one are you from? The main one. The main one. Ah, that's great. Uh, was it long ago or really long ago? It was long ago. Okay. Yeah, it's fairly, uh, fairly recent in my career then. Yeah. As far as uh, distances go. I believe probably be the one that I placed third. Yeah, you didn't win, but you did really good. Oh, yes. Top three is always a goal. You were the best loser there, is that what you're saying? I was the second best loser there. Everybody's a loser. So, your experienced pit crew, are you? Yeah, I've been working here for a while, since we opened up. Since we opened up? Wasn't that, like, just last week? Yeah. Okay. How many races have you done? None. But I've been working maintenance. 
A, c- right, a sparkling this. CV, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> You're in charge, then. Hey, You're I in charge I, of the pit crew. I know how to put on a tire. Just come here. Let me see your leg. <laughs> I'll show you. Wait, wait. That's not, uh, that's not my leg. That's not my leg. So sorry. Okay, just breathe. Just breathe. It's all right. The, tower, the tires are the round things, right? They are. But they're, they're rounded wide, not rounded long. Oh. <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe we should take this to the pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's, let's go to the pit where everyone can see. Pardon me while I go power wash myself. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. We'll meet you down in the pit. All right. Well, glad that's all resolved. You have your pit crew now. And you are all signed up for the race and ready to go. All right. Is it any time for me to get in a practice lap? Kind of looks uh, looks over at his data pad, checks on a couple things. I can give you two laps. That's it, though. No more. All right. Just want to feel for the track. You know, like the feel of a new track underneath the tires. You know what I mean, right? Some fresh pavement, smelling all great. Hey, sweet, sweet. Come here, come here. Guess who the first person in racing this track was? This guy right here. You were? That was me. You're the first person to lay rubber on this track? First person. Oh, that is an honor. Let me tell you, if I see any of your uh, skid marks on there, I'll try not to uh, run them over. It's a mark of honor. Keep your skid marks Prestige. yourself. <laughs> so he will give you permission to uh, take a couple of uh, practice laps if you want, and he will make certain that, uh, that Rex and Magnum are uh, officially registered to Sweet Spot's pit crew and will add Zephyr in to his pit crew as well. The experienced Zephyr. <laughs> as experienced as we are, I suppose. Slightly more. By a couple days, right? Several days. He knows what tires are, at least. <laughs> no, I know what tires are. These square things, right? So, Zephyr. Why do they call you Zephyr? I'm a little bit fast. I mean, not as fast as you, obviously, with your fancy tires and all, but, you know, I can move around pretty quickly. Well, having political office does have its advantages. You know, you get first pick of the tires and such. Energon, always premium. Very fine. But I do use it when I race. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Use it right up. All right. So, what's your uh, alt form? If you don't mind my asking. No, no, no. I'll show you. It's a hover bike. Oh, very nice. Sleek lines. Shiny chrome. Mm -hmm. I can see it. Thank you. Thank See, you very much. He doesn't need tired tires. I don't have tires, but I know what they are. I'll transform I back. Know what they are. <laughs> Tell me, I don't know what tires are. I'm tired of these tires. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna go around the track a couple times, why don't we just uh, we'll throw magnet in your back seat, and you'll can scan the entire time. That's a pretty good idea. Thagris will, well, you will basically he'll, because he can shrink to tiny now. When he transforms, so... Wait, I'm sorry, you said fit Magnum in your backseat? Yeah. He has mass shift, so he can go up two size categories when he transforms, but he can also go down two size categories when he transforms. So he can go from medium to tiny. Sort of like, uh, if anyone's seen the second Ant-Man. So you're like a Barbie dollhouse, a vending machine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Just a little tiny, like like a crate, you know. So... He can actually fit in his back seat now. That sounds like a bad joke. You could go in the front seat. <laughs> a dollhouse is driving a Velocitron. <laughs> in, the icon, in the Icon Cup. That's how the joke starts. Wait till the end of the episode and you'll find out how it ends. 
Okay, so you're going to while he's doing practice laps, you're going to transform and both, both uh, Pythagoras and him are going to ride with uh, Sweet Spot, and he's going to do a chemical scan for the for the bomb traces. Tritinoroid. Yeah, tritinoroid. And he'll do he'll do audio, visual, radio scans, anything else he can do at the same time. So he'll get a good good chunk of the track. At least that with his range. All right, so Rex, what are you and Blazer, Grazer, and Laser doing? Uh, we'll stay in the pit, get a feel for what's here, you know, access whoever's around. Um, I don't know if we have headphones or we just communicate, make sure we can talk to him as he's whipping around, because I assume that's what we're going to be able to do during the race, yeah, right? Yeah, I think we're all on comms. As long as you have a, a comm device, which I think all of you do, and as long as it is linked to your mode, uh, then you are good to go. And that's true for all of you as well. So, you're not just the pit crew. You're the tar pit crew. <laughs> I can't wait to put your tires on. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I can wait. Okay, so Rex, you take an inventory of the, uh, the, the pit stop for that's assigned to Sweet Spot. And yeah, uh, from what you can tell, it looks like... Actually, you know what? Go ahead and make a culture check. <laughs> what? Culture check. Exactly. Can I do oh, that? What? Untrained? Uh, uh, you can, but you can only get a max of 10. I got a max of 8. Everything looks fully stocked. It's like, it looks like you have everything you need. So much culture right in this bit right There's now. There's not a thing missing. I, I can't think of anyone less qualified. Is Zephyr with me? Like, is, what's he doing? From a we'll, we'll jungle planet? You come from a jungle planet, right? Yeah. So... I'm chewing on the tire to make sure that they're, they're good. Oh, get, a good right. bite, get a good bite on each one. Yep, the teeth sink in each one. Nice and squishy. Hey, Blazer, come, come get off. Oh, yeah, this is good squishy rubber. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, they gave us good. donuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great job. The biggest donuts we've ever seen. It's almost as big as you guys. <laughs> I hope you live to regret this, sweet spot. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Zephyr, what are you doing while Sweet Spot is making his test his test laps and Rex is chewing on tires? First, I'm going to make sure my uh, comm unit is linked to theirs so I can communicate back and forth to them. Uh, once I get that set up, I'm going to start setting up the pit area. Put tools over here, tires over there, you know, things go where they go. And I'm going to look over at Rex and be like, uh, you want me to show you where things go or are you busy over there? Uh, no, I was just testing these tires out. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to help you. However you need. Please don't test them like that. We we test them a different way. Oh my bad. Yeah. Come over here. I'll show you what to okay. do. And I'll just Come give on, them like go. a quick lesson about you know repair and basically hold things like this. Put things on like this. This goes here. This is what this is called. <laughs> Very good. Rex getting an education. I assume Laser's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we're all we're all nodding and smiling together. <laughs> You the guys? Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah, okay. <laughs> as soon as his back is turned, you all facepalm. Oh. Sweet Spot's gonna die today. <laughs> we'll blame it on this Zephyr guy. The laser's actually Are you a Decepticon, Zephyr? can't talk. No. I don't believe that. <laughs> is he an Autobot? No. You one of those dirty, dirty neutrals like us? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> <I> so. <laughs> all right, I, do, I like you now, okay. <laughs> You're from Velocitron, right? Yes, I am. 
a dirty politician like him. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> no. One's enough here. He, That's going too far, man. <laughs> a respectable philosopher. <laughs> Pythagoras and Magnum, you guys are in Sweet Spot's backseat. He hasn't even started moving yet! (laughs) I know, but I've never ridden in a race before. Uh, Can you just, like, go with just, like, a nice little cozy speed? I mean, so we can see everything. I mean... What are you talking about? This is a cozy speed. Uh, I cannot go at my regular racing speed because you two are in me. And that's some weight that I cannot uh, compensate for on some of these terms. So I am going as slow as I can and still get a feel for the track with you two in me. Uh, Trust me, you're completely safe unless we hit an oil slick or something like that. And then, Oh my god, oil slick? It's a new track. There's not going to be any oil slicks. Don't worry about it. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't your friend say he already went on the track? I mean, does he leak? I'm pretty sure I don't know the answer to that. He probably doesn't. Awfully personal question. <laughs> Pythagoras doesn't care about that right now. Uh, he's gonna hide under. He's gonna sort of hide underneath the glove compartment. You just focus on finding the stuff that's not supposed to be here, and I'll just focus on the track. I'll tell you what's not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> hey, you got that right. Make a perception check, um, Magnum specifically. Well, just do scan, scan, more scan. 21 for perception. You listen in on all the audio channels that you can access. Uh, You keep an eye on everything that is moving around the track, and you detect, or you try to detect for tritinoroid and any kind of explosives that you recognize. Everything comes up clean. No unusual audio signals coming in or out. No unusual people that you've noticed. Uh, bear in mind that there are spectators starting to filter into the stands. No, you can't you can't figure everyone out with a cursory glance. But. Right. But from what you've seen so far, it doesn't look like anyone is acting suspiciously or dangerously. No, no, no bots with a, a Cybertron first t-shirt or that sort of thing. <laughs> nope. In fact, no t-shirts anywhere in the stands. No, I don't know how to feel about that. Do you feel a bit overdressed? Do you? Are you kidding me? Overdressed? I haven't, got, I haven't bought a new tie in 2,000 years. And why would you? How one's obviously working so well with you. I can just imagine him sliding back and forth in the back seat as you tend to take the corners. Wham! Wham! And when you hit the other side of the seat, it throws me off balance, so... Seatbelts. You don't have seatbelts in here? I do. All you have to do is put it on. Real men don't wear seatbelts. Plus, I'm a box right now. You need to get him a uh, a baby seat. Like the bucket. <laughs> just <laughs> click him in. <laughs> just one of the, the, mount, the mounts at the bottom. <laughs> hey, hey Zephyr. Zephyr, you online? Oh, yeah. What's up? Okay, I'm going to come in for a practice pit. I'm going to need about a dozen bungee cords. All right. I think we got something. Okay. And you're going to strap in uh, my friend in the box. All right. Rex, you ready for this? First practice run. 
All right, everybody, get the crew ready. Because this is something you guys have to do all the time. <laughs> everybody, get a bungee cord. What are you doing with those bungee cords? Oh, you'll find out. Make an acrobatics check, you two. Acrobatics. Oh boy, is that even possible? Can I assist? You no. I got a thirteen. I got a two. Wait, can my people help me or no? Yes. Oh, they're helping. They can. Uh, they're not going to do it on their own, but they can aid you. A ten. That's one aid. What is it? Acrobatics. Six, seven, eight, nine. That just doesn't make it, right? Yeah, three. I don't know. I got one aid, so. So four. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> we're new. We're new here. <laughs> Imagine them all getting stuck. I'm adding door. profession pit crew. <laughs> you successfully bungee cord Pythagoras into sweet spot. Pythagoras. On the roof? <laughs> it was Magnum. It was Magnum. <laughs> and do we do it like on the front, on the hood? <laughs> all right, you're good. Go, go, go. Like, <laughs> Pythagoras, you are now on the roof of sweet spot. <laughs> uh. Uh. Slap him on the butt, sweet spot on the butt. Go, go, you ready, go! I'm out of here! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, He just wails the entire track. (laughs) Oh, no. Can you turn yourself into anything other than a box? There's a lot of drag here. You guys, did you guys put Pythagoras on the roof? Yeah. The box is still shifting around inside of you, smashing. (laughs) (laughs) So now not only... Am I trying to beat my last practice lap by going faster? But the box is still unsecured in my back seat, sliding around, making me off balance, and Pythagoras has an unshielded view of the track and all that implies. It implies a hell of a lot, I'll tell you that. Don't worry. I'm sure they didn't use, you know, used bungee cords. Are you really sure of anything at this point? Nope. Only that I love this. Zip zoom. Just to uh, remind you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's more like a roller coaster than Put a Put your hands track. in the air. <laughs> I can't. They're bungee down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why do you hate me? All right, sweet spot. You go ahead and you finish up your practice lap with a screaming Pythagoras on your roof. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> and you get back to the pit stop, and I assume that you guys would untie Pythagoras. You know what he said about oil slicks? <laughs> you didn't. There's going to be some. Get them off, get them off, get them off. All right, we'll get them off. How'd you do there, boss? I think I did all right, you know, considering the extra weight and the extra drag and, you know, the screaming in my ears. I sure hope those bungee cords helped. I'm sure they did. Uh <laughs> The bot is still there, so yeah, he didn't go nowhere. All right. I will never go anywhere ever again. <laughs> He'll get his just, just for having you guys. It's always your character. <laughs> your ridiculous characters always get something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even try. Even, it wasn't me. <laughs> I did nothing. Uh, you guys are kind of checking on the the, the last kind of bits and pieces uh, for race prep. And uh, Clocker comes up, tells you to be ready. The race is going to start in about an hour. You can see that uh, spectators are, are filtering in and have pretty much filled up the, the stands. 
uh, and it looks like the race is about to get underway. All right, so Clocker, is this going to be a uh, dead start or a rolling start? It is going to be a rolling start. Uh, Blur, of course, is going to be in the pole position. Uh, and here is how this race is going to work. There are going to be three stages to this race. Clocker will explain how the, the race is going to work. So it is a 250-lap uh, race. And each, each round is 10 laps, so there's going to be 25 rounds of the race. On round 7, 14, and 21, the racetrack is going to transform and change. So the first stage of the race is a standard vehicle race, and you're going to be making piloting checks to move up in position. The second stage of the race is a foot race, and you're going to need to make acrobatics checks to move up in position. And the third stage is a vehicle race with obstacles. You'll need to make a piloting check to move up in position, and you'll need to make acrobatics checks in order to avoid any obstacles that show up in the way. Curious, is there anybody with pilots or is it truly just you're the bot you transform and you drive you transform and you drive so there's no okay right uh so it's not like it's not like someone has to man sweets in order to to drive him he drives i know i was just wondering if that would ever possibly help you had a bot that could it can help add a piloting but you're not doing that then i was just curious if there's an augmented it could help sometimes they do Depending on if they're any good at that or not, so I don't know. I don't know if there's any here or not. Did I? Did Magnum see any augmented with pilot with uh, with companion that might act as a as a driver when he was running around the track of any of the other opponents? When we were doing our practice run, I'm not sure if there would have been many other people. If any. yeah, I don't know if there's anyone to see, but. All of the other racers are registered, so you don't see anyone, like anyone would see any augmented or any headmasters or anything like that. Uh, you can take a look at the race registry, and you can see that no one is listed as being a headmaster. Is it even legal, I guess, in this running? Well, there are advantages and disadvantages, so uh, no one has, has, no one has, it hasn't come up, but you don't see any reason why they would say no. Don't look at... Pythagoras, he's not going to help you. <laughs> in fact, he's never going to ride in anything ever again. Every 50 laps, or every five rounds, uh, Sweet Spot, you are going to have to make a pit stop for repairs and maintenance. Is that only on the laps that I'm racing as a vehicle? Uh, nope, that is going to have to be all laps. Because you're going to be moving pretty damn fast, and you are going to have some joint damage uh, over time if you don't get some some maintenance. Okay, what's the penalty if I forego a pit for, say, a lap? Uh, each pit stop is going to drop you 1d3 places. And each round beyond 5 that you continue is a cumulative minus 2 to any roll you make. So if you skip on one, it's a minus two to all your rolls for that round. If you skip a second one, it's going to be minus four, minus six, etc. You can't escape us for too long. Now, each member of your pit crew can provide bonuses based on an action that they take during 
the round. So if you have a driver, uh, you will take a penalty to your acrobatics check, but the driver may use aid another on piloting checks each round and provide a bonus. A mechanic can make an acrobatics or athletics check, and a successful check will provide advantage to one roll before the next pit stop. Advantage simply means that you get to roll twice and take the better results. A medic can use the medicine or life science skill to refuel Energon and deal with minor repairs. A successful check will provide a flat bonus to all of Sweet's rolls until the next pit stop. Uh, based on the DCs, either plus one, plus two, or plus three. You can refill nitrous or any other performance-enhancing substances that you've run Sweet Spot. Uh, and you would get a one-time bonus anytime before the next pit stop. You can have a buffer, someone to make you all shiny and pretty, because all racers got to look their best. A successful check will provide a bonus to all your rolls until the next pit stop again. And sometimes racers just need to get yelled at, sometimes a lot. So you can have your crew chief use diplomacy or intimidate to get you a bonus during the round. My little guys, are they really going to help? Would they specifically aid me if they could? Or yes. you don't want them doing other things, right? Because right. they're not bot people bots. Exactly. But yeah, they can aid you on anything that they can do. But they don't have to, obviously. Right? They don't have to. <coughs> Now, are we all going to be assigned this, or can we, should we be doing different things, or is that up to us every pit stop? Like, or does it matter? Pick something, and hopefully you get a bonus. And... Uh, you guys can decide whatever role you want, and then that's the role that you're going to have for the race. The entire race? Correct. Okay. I was going to say, we should decide which one would be our best, and then see what overlap there is and what other ones we can provide. Well, Rex has a, a plus three in charisma, so the... Uh... The buffer charisma check is probably my, my bag, baby. I have a plus one in that, so that's definitely better than mine. You have a plus three to your charisma? Well, I have little people, so charisma's oh, that's, my that's true, yeah. thing, even yeah. though you would never know that I have charisma. <laughs> he's got a rugged charm. He's, he's a family bot. Family what bot. about you? What would be your... I did want to ask one thing uh, may or may not be related, because I just, I wanted to look, I'm looking up the scientist ability energon transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically lets him use an energon, a scientist lets him use an energon node to give a one-time morale bonus to an attack roll or a skill check uh, for one round up to a minute. But it doesn't say what the bonus, how much the bonus is. Oh, right. Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Was... Probably a plus one, because this is the level one base ability. Like, this this is what you get kind of right out of the gate. So. This is, yeah, it's an inherent scientist ability. Right. That's fine. I probably won't use it right now anyway, so... I mean, it's a good question. Uh, but if you are going to be using that to give bonuses to rolls, I imagine that the actual medic roll on here would actually give you a more uh, more reliable bonus. Yeah, I think that's what he would... Pythagoras would probably do, because that's what he's got. He's, he's good at the engineering stuff, too, but you're probably slightly better at that. I have nine each. Okay, so yeah, definitely. So he'll do the, he'll do the medicine part, then. I'll do the mechanic one then. Magnum can do the crew chief. He's good at yelling at people. Yeah. <clears throat> so that doesn't give you the driver or booster, which I mean, I don't. Ha I wouldn't be able to do a good booster one anyways. 
Well, my physical sense is six, so it's all right. But I think the mechanic would be more useful. Let me tell you guys what I've got. I've got a piloting of 17 myself. So I think I'm probably okay with most of that. I might even be able to go a lap beyond the pit for the racing aspects. Uh, but my acrobatics is only a nine. This uh, So what I've got is piloting of plus 17. The, the average is probably going to be around 25 or so. Maybe higher, maybe lower. Um, and my acrobatics is a nine. Hopefully these obstacles aren't too tough and I don't fall too far behind during the foot race part and the, uh, and the last part. Um, so I'll leave the pit actions up to you guys. You, you guys decide where it's going to help me out the most. And then I'll just take it from there. I think the flat bonuses would be better just based on the, the bonus one is only for one round and you're going to have to do multiple rounds before you can uh come back for another pit. I think as far as like the acrobatics one, I think that having that flat bonus would be a better ability. And if I can give you one that you can re-roll and take the best, I think that's going to help you. Yeah, that would cover a bad roll. And we so. won't even really need to worry about the acrobatics until um turn 7. How many laps do they have to do on foot? One through six is vehicle. Seven through thirteen is on foot, and then fourteen to twenty is back on vehicle. Yeah, it's going to be seventy laps on foot. This could be a long race. Technically, it could, but the ga- the fast. gameplay I think is going to go pretty fast. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, it, you wait for someone to run around a you know a mile long track for seventy times. You know how fast this guy is. Uh, you can you can so you can run fast as well as drive fast. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes, I can. What's your speed? My speed. That's how races work on a on Cybertron. This, that's like how this is how like the Abex Cup worked. It's it's like mixes of like foot races and and driving. That's fascinating. That's interesting. Well, it's not a, it's not strictly Velocitronian, so it wouldn't be just driving. <clears throat> but I, I imagine that Velocitronians are going to round out like the the top ten or twenty really really quick. So it's uh your little. All little dinosaurs are going to have all these little washcloths, yeah. like spray guns. They, they've all got minuses and charisma, so they're probably not going to be a big help. But whatever. <laughs> they're going to be doing something. You might be wet places you've never been wet before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll dry out when I <laughs> drive around the track 50 times. The hose does not go up the tailpipe. <laughs> no, stuff comes out of there. Get away from there. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm glad you're the racer. <laughs> Most spots are. Just imagine those old 1950s, like, where they pulled up and all the guys in the white suits would run out and do everything. Yeah. Instead, they're all little robotic dinosaurs. <laughs> Throwing dirt, <laughs> wrapping vines around you. Like, what, what are these assholes doing? just slapping its tail against you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. What was it when you have to come into the pit stop? Or you're supposed to? Is that every five? Every five. Every five. Okay. Pit is every five. Is there any advantage in skipping? You don't drop in place. Yeah. But then you have to pit. Eventually, he's going to get minuses, so... The thing is, if I skip one round each time I'm supposed to pit, I will pit one less time for the race. Yeah, that's the only way you get advantage by missing a pit for the whole race, right? Yeah, by missing a pit each time I'm supposed to pit. Because if I miss the first one, I actually pit on six instead of five. Then I'll 
pit on 12 instead of 11. Then I pit on 18 instead of 17, and 24 instead of 23, and then 25 is the race. Rex is choosing the role of buffer. I'm going to use my stunning charisma to make sure Sweet Spot looks the best that he is. And I got my three companions helping me. Oh dear. You can't lose! Alright, Zephyr's going to be providing the mechanic role, giving Sweet Spot uh, advantage to his roles. Uh, Pythagoras will be doing the medic role. Uh, he can refill his energon and uh, that sort of thing. A little, little, little bit of repairs. And Magnum will be yelling at him as crew chief to try to encourage him to drive faster. All right, so I have just revealed the map for you to keep track of your position, sweet spot. Hey, I can see my pit from here. Welcome, Welcome race, race fans, fans, to the new, new Iacon, Iacon Speedway, Speedway and the first qualifying race of the new Ibex Cup. Cup. The season is going to be an amazing one as we have racers from all of Cybertron's colonies joining the action. Blur, of course, needs no introduction. 20-time winner of the IBEX Cup, he is heavily favored to win it all this time around. But he faces some stiff competition from Velocitron's ambassador, Knockout. One of the delegates from Velocitron, he is also favored to go far in this competition. Rounding up the top five are Slip Twitch and Freewheeler, both from Velocitron, and Snail's Pace, our only Yukarin racer. On the back end, native Cybertronian Scram and Triplup are joined by Aeroswitch and Brake Dash from Velocitron, and Ricochet from Keminus. Hold on, I'm being told we have a late entry. Ambassador Sweet Spot from Velocitron is joining us in 21st position. He's, He's going to have, have a tough time, time making up that deficit. The Ibex Cup is sponsored by Shiny, your one-stop shop for all of your metallurgical needs. Come stop in and let our experienced staff of metallurgists buff you up and shine you up. Grid 18, building 4, open on race day and everywhere. Racers, start your engines! Zip! Zip, zip, zip! Zoom! Next time on Empire of Rust. What can I say? I got an amazing pit control. He's always talking about his pits. Yeah. <laughs> Track's getting kind of hot, guys. Can't stand the heat. Get off the racetrack. Look alive, dirtbags. Make it pretty. All right, Tweet Spot, you drop three places. <sighs> I know it's picked up a new vice. <laughs> they all start to gain weight. <laughs> that said, move. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> Message sent. Oh, hey, you missed me. You don't have anything bigger to throw. 20. Flip six. Uh, in ninth place, piloting for... It all. 29. Oh, Sweet Spot bottomed out when he hit the ramp. That's going to cost him. He makes his jump, but Stormrunner pulls ahead and has a commanding lead going into the next lap.
This is Circuit reporting for the Ayakan News Feed with breaking news on this day, 6th cycle 04. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wildstrike the Decepticon is played by Mike M. Rex, Blazer, Grazer, and Laser are played by Rob Muller. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. And Adam A. Chu plays Sweet Spot, junior representative of Velocitron. Stay up to the nanosecond on all the latest news on Cybertron and beyond by tuning into the Transmissions Network. Please support our show by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Until next time, Cybertron, this is Circuit signing off.